welcome to a brand new episode of Querylicious with me, Romal Singh. I am, no, I am not beaming live out of Bangalore. I don't know why I keep saying that. I cannot beam live out of Bangalore. But anyway, this show is beaming live out of Bangalore, out of our studios. Today we'll be talking about and the awesome queer life of someone really special. Okay, let me quickly get to introducing my guest on today's show. I've got Ryan Ali, yeah? Is that how I pronounce your name? That's right. Okay, I always wonder if I call you Ryan or Ryan. But anyway, I've got it right. Yay! So, Ryan, how do you feel right now? <laughs> feel good. Awesome. Ryan, you need to put the headphones on because if someone does call us, you'll never, I mean, you won't be able to hear them. Now, let me quickly get talking to my guest for the evening. So, Ryan, when did you first realize that you might be gay? Uh, I guess on in the 8th. Wow, 8th standard. Eighth that standard, early on. Right. And was it, uh, uh, you know, was it a random, um, you know, did was it a random realization or did it take some time? How did it happen? Well, I kept looking at guys more than girls, so... I and that made you sure you were gay. <laughs> uh, that that gave me a hint that I was gay. Okay, but did you know something like being gay existed? Did you know that there was a alternate sexuality called um, homosexuality and stuff like that? I guess I was too young. I matured very late. So didn't you have questions that you asked yourself, like, okay, why am I attracted to guys when everyone else is attracted to girls? Where did you grow up, by the way? I grew up in Bangalore. Awesome. Okay. And uh, so how is it? How is it being a child and someone who is being who is attracted to guys while everyone else at your age was attracted to girls? Well, I never realized that I was uh, gay or I didn't realize mm-hmm. things. I didn't pay attention to those things. Okay. Being gay happened naturally. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a choice that I made. Obviously. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it happened naturally mm-hmm. and, I didn't, and I didn't feel anything wrong with it. Okay. No, but, you know, I always ask this question because a lot of us have dealt with this particular thing when we were growing up. You know, when we were attracted to members of the same sex, whereas mm-hmm. everyone else around us is attracted to members of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. So, um, were you a really confident child, which is why it didn't matter to you, or did it just not matter at all? I guess I was very, very self-confident, so none of this really mattered to me because mm-hmm. um, it just happened naturally. I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. There were no thoughts in my head Awesome Okay So when did you decide to act on it? Like when did you decide that you would go ahead and try and date someone Or probably make a move on someone So when did you start acting on this sexuality? Well I didn't uh, I didn't really decide anything Mm -hmm. It just happened One evening uh, Mm -hmm. I was sitting down and having a cup of uh, coffee Okay I saw this really hot guy and I decided to pursue it and I... And I <laughs> pursue him, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> pursue, yeah, the passion for... Okay, yeah, so, so did you ever make a move? Did you ever talk to him? Did you ever tell him that you really found him hot? Well, uh, it was love at first sight for me mm-hmm. and... Uh, and you knew this person, I'm assuming? No. Wow. A so did you on the street. Did you like try and find out who he was But later? you remember no. his face really clearly? No, he happened to be my boyfriend after that. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I love this story, but before we get into that awesome, awesome love story... Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hi and welcome back to Queerlicious with me, Romal, and I've got Ryan with me in the studio. Okay, quickly back to your story. So you told me about how you met this, you saw this guy and you fell in love with him immediately and how he eventually became your boyfriend. So how did that transpire? I mean, how did you meet this person who you didn't know and tell me everything. (laughs) Okay, um, it's as simple as this. Mm -hmm. I saw the guy. Mm -hmm. I liked the guy. Mm -hmm. It was love at first sight for me. Mm -hmm. And then... The guy disappeared And then When was this out of the by blue, the way? This was ages ago Probably okay. when I was 16 years old Okay So uh, 
a few days later mm-hmm. he resurfaced again and i found out that he's one of my best friends younger brother ooh and this best friend being a guy or a girl the best friend was a guy aha uh-huh. that's right so how did you deal with it and how did you figure out whether he also swung your way and um, well we were friends for a year before anything happened and you kept your crush quiet for a year that's right wow <laughs> How did you manage being in his presence when you I crush on someone it's practically impossible for me to be in their presence. Well you have to learn control. Mhm. You have to learn to control a lot of things. So when you told him a year later what was his reaction? I didn't tell him I love you. Okay. I in fact uh, told him that I'm gay and mm-hmm. stuff like that and I said probably you should keep away from me because I might might have something for you so I guess. And what did he say? Well 3 days later he proposed. Wow. <laughs> And was his brother okay with it your best friend? Well, they never knew about it. They never knew about the relationship that he Okay, and that, that went on for quite some time I'm assuming. 5 years. Wow. That 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 is fun. Okay. So that relationship I'm, I'm sure came I mean it it came to a close for reasons that we prefer. He was bisexual. Okay. And he got married so. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's okay I, as long as he's fine and you're yeah. happy and he's happy. It's it's all fine. So then after that what happened? We're still friends. which is great. <laughs> well, I think you know this I've always said that most gay people, especially gay boys in India, a lot of us um never really kick out our exes. We're always in touch with them. We're always we still have we may not want to be with them in relationships, but we definitely have that that some sort of a affection and some sort of a you know love for them which is very different from our heterosexual relationships. No, that's not true. Um mm-hmm. it's it's not totally true. Maybe okay. true in some cases, but then There's no harm keeping in touch with people. I I think so too. Okay, so that relationship came to an end and then what happened? So 16, 21 you were by the time that 23 approximately, I guess. Also oh, wait. So it was a year and a half of waiting. Okay, so say 23 and uh, this was all in Bangalore, right? Well, this happened across India. We <laughs> were in Bangalore. We met up in Delhi. We mm-hmm. went to uh, we also met up in a few other different places. Nice. Okay. And so then, I left Bangalore mm-hmm. after the relationship was over. Yes, mm-hmm. the stress was too much and I left Bangalore. Okay, and where did you move to? I moved to Delhi. Okay, and how long were you in Delhi for? 2 years approximately. Okay, what things very different in Delhi? Did you fall in love there? Did you meet someone special? I met a couple of people. I mm-hmm. liked one or two people, but mm-hmm. then really nothing happened. Okay. That's a good thing. Bangalore didn't lose out on you. So that's fine. <laughs> okay, so you came back to Bangalore and that's then what happened? Well, I I I guess that that's really out of my memory at the moment. Okay, but but you did come back to Bangalore. No, then. I relocated to Pune. Wow, so Bangalore, Delhi, Pune and did you when did you come back to Bangalore eventually? Somewhat 5 years later, 6 years later? About 5 years later. Okay. And in between did you have any other relationships? In Pune, no. Okay. In Pune no. I didn't have any relationship. I mm. dated uh I dated a guy in Pune for some time. Mm-hmm. We dated for about 6 months. Mhm. But then things didn't work out. Mm-hmm. We still we still friends though. Yay. Okay. <laughs> And really I'm proving my point, okay. <laughs> <laughs> things didn't really work out because you know we were very very different from each other and mm-hmm. um, I was ha- I was happy to just be his friend rather than 
push him into a that's relationship. That's awesome. That, that's really awesome. Okay, so once Pune finished and you came back to Bangalore, why am I so like? I just want to talk about Bangalore so much. But I have to tell my uh, listeners that this isn't a Bangalore-centric show. We talk about all kinds of places, all kinds of things, and we're not really Bangalore-centric. The only thing is, well, we're physically located in Bangalore, so I get to talk to a lot of people from Bangalore. But if you're ever in Bangalore and you'd like to be a part of this show, irrespective of where you come from, go ahead and just give me a call. I'll give you my number by the end of the show. Give me a call, and I'd love to, you know, chat with you for two hours on Queerlicious. Okay, quickly back to you. So, um, you were back in Bangalore, and then, and then I fell in love with a guy from Egypt. Wow, Egyptians sounds sounds hot already. <laughs> <laughs> And how 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 long did that go? How how that was for another maybe three four years. Okay, how old are you, Ryan? If you do, if you don't, you 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 come across as this really old person, but you don't look old. So, well, um, I'm not old. You should have actually asked me how young I am. How young are you, Ryan? Twenty <laughs> three. Yay! Okay. <laughs> well, I'm older to you, so now you have to call me Bhaiya. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you came back to Bangalore. The Egyptian relationship got over. You're right now with someone really special, and that someone was trying to call and I asked him to call back. But I hope he will at some point of time. And uh, so, how did that happen? How did that meeting happen? And uh, is this how long has this relationship been going on? What do you hope for it? What do you hope from it? Well, the first thing let me tell you, um, mm-hmm. Rumal, is that uh, when you are in a relationship, mm-hmm. you never expect. Which is a very good thing. Hurt, absolutely. So why expect? True. So you'd rather not expect anything, and you'd be really very happy and very content mm-hmm. with what you get. Very, very that true. is one first aspect that I mm-hmm. should emphasize on. Absolutely. Because most people get into a relationship with expectations, and when your expectations aren't met, you mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. So don't expect. Okay. That's the first thing we I do. completely agree Expectations should not But you know Often more than not I think people Like see I, I'm really impressed That you've been through So many relationships And at the same time You you can manage To say that I do not have any Expectations from my partner And the rest of it But a lot of people Aren't like you And we will get to that When we talk about you As a life coach We will get to How you how you reached Who you are right, right. now But um, So since we're talking About relationships So um so the present the present love of your life that's right yeah how long has this been going on and um, what do you really think about him because I know you've told that to him several times in person but seeing it on radio often makes a huge difference so we've been together for 14 months now mm-hmm. this is our 14th month wow okay and um, I guess I have learned to live mm-hmm. after he came in my life Oh, that I is so life. cute. <laughs> that that's just beautiful. I like how you said that. And um, so, do you all live together? Do you all live in different cities? We live together. We live Brilliant. together. And uh, right now, he's partying in Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you wished you could be with him right now, but no, you don't like partying. Uh, well, he has a. He's studying, so he has a. A winter break A winter mm-hmm. vacation So that's the reason He's in Bombay mm-hmm. He's with his parents His family His oh. friends So they're all in Bombay Yes he's from Bombay Interesting 
Okay, so since we've talked about that Now, um, so what, what do you think about the future? I'm not talking about this relationship per se But I'm saying generally what, what do you want from your life in the future? Do you want to like get settled down? Do you plan to get married? Or do you just plan to live life as it comes Every day, every single day? Like, you know, a lot of people have different goals in life Especially when it comes to their relationships Well, so, uh, relation, when, you ha- when you talk about work you have goals mm-hmm. but when you talk about relationships you don't have goals a lot of people do though well they're wrong <laughs> and we've got a caller hi welcome to Queerlicious with Romal and Ryan who am I speaking to hi Zishan here welcome to the hi, show Zishan, Zishan. <laughs> hi baby how are you I'm doing fabulous thank you so much for calling you oh, yes, have surprised you me Jan so how is it going fabulous absolutely fabulous we just started the show Zeeshan I'm so happy you called in So uh, you know since you Should we like let the cat out of the closet Well Zeeshan is the boy that Ryan is dating And Zeeshan go ahead and tell me um, One thing that nobody knows about Ryan Any one thing He cannot dress himself up He cannot dress himself <laughs> So do you dress him up all the time I dress him up, I do his hair, everything okay. single thing. Oh, that is so cute. Okay, when are you back from Bombay? I'll be back on Super, super Because I'm sure he's missing you And he'd love for you to come back to the city Thank you so much for calling in, sweetie And do listen to the love of your life on this show For the rest (laughs) one and a half hours, yeah? Enjoy, bye Bye, Thanks for calling, babes That is just Absolutely adorable We're quickly going into a song right now But I'll be right back in conversation with Ryan Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app From the Google Play Store Hi and welcome back to Queerlicious with me, Romal, and I'm in conversation with Ryan and I've been getting a lot of messages already but I'm not going to get to those messages as now because everyone seems to be asking questions because you're a life coach. So, but before that, I'd like to get to know you a little bit more personally. Um, So you've already told me about your relationships and I'm so happy that you're with someone who is absolutely adorable. And thank you so much for calling in Zeeshan. But now let's quickly go to what your opinions are because that's something that we really like to talk mm-hmm. about on this show so I'd like to know what you really like about the community you can talk about Bangalore you can talk about Pune you can talk about Delhi wherever you've lived what do you like about the community in those areas when I talk about the community obviously I mean the queer community so yes that's right mm. the community this I think is one of uh, the biggest communities we're not talking about I'm not talking about a particular city or a particular mm-hmm. region but the queer community worldwide is a very is, is is one of the largest com- single largest communities and, and it's we also very well organized <laughs> I, yes identi- we all identify as queer true true we don't identify as uh, a jat or, or or as a pathan or as yeah, yeah. something true, we true. identify as queer and we're one of the largest communities absolutely and uh, we support we support each other we support our community as such mm-hmm. one of the most supportive communities ever mm-hmm. is the queer community very true so I guess each and every one should look to the community mm-hmm. for support. Okay. And I really love the community and that's why I'm here because I want to help the community out. 
Superb. Okay, so that's what you like about the community. Now, what do you dislike about the community? Something that within the community you think is really terrible, especially since we call ourselves a community and we talk about unison and all kind those mm-hmm, kind of things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there must be problems that you have. Like for example, I always tell people that the thing I hate the most, and there are many things that I have a problem with in the community, but the one that I hate the most is transphobia, and I think that's something that definitely has to change, especially because it scares me sometimes how I have straight people being less transphobic. than gay people and that's something that i think should definitely go out the window what what is the, what are the things that you really have a problem with the first thing uh, is that i don't have uh, the word hate in my life i can't problem hate which is why i changed to a problem yeah. <laughs> i dislike the fact that people are not you know as monogamous as mm-hmm. straight relationships and Absolutely. which all, which are also losing out today true but i believe that to make ran, to have random sex mm mm-hmm. people who have random sex and random hookups mm-hmm. i don't think they know what love is and i don't think they know what high what a high that the love could absolutely. probably give absolutely absolutely i completely agree with you and a lot of people are going to want to bitch slap me right now for saying <laughs> this but i completely am a total monogamous lover and i really think monogamous relationships so let's not talk about monogamy because i think i have a problem with the word because it means one wife but let's talk about fidelity i like relation fidelity. yeah let's talk about relationships where fidelity is maintained right. and yeah and i think if you give it just that much more of an effort and try and stay fidel to your partner the kind of joy you have with that person later is inexplicable so that's right um there's nothing better than making love to the one you love i know <laughs> okay and now i wanted to wanted to ask you the third question which is kind of similar to the second one but mm-hmm. i'm sure you know the difference so what is that one thing that you would like to change like for example now we can't really go on a, a mission and tell everyone no you have to be monogamous no you have to be fidel because a community has space for everyone right okay and we were a caller <laughs> Hi, welcome to Queerlicious with Romal and Ryan. Who am I speaking to? Where you call? Okay, <laughs> welcome to the show. Go ahead, talk to our guest for the evening. I'm I'm just a normal girl. Okay. But, but sometimes I feel I should have been born a girl. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. So I'm feeling comfortable with myself. Okay. Uh, being a boy. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes there's a feeling that I'm not normal. I'm sorry you you you're breaking up you'll have to be a little clearer Gaurav. Hello? I'm saying that there are times when you feel like you want to be a girl. Yes. Yeah yeah sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. I'm I'm feel comfortable with my who am I? Mm-hmm. But but sometimes there is a constant feeling inside me mm-hmm. I don't know why. Okay, so first thing is you just stop worrying about it. Okay, it really doesn't matter if you feel like you are off the other gender at certain point of time. It's absolutely fine. As you said, there are times when you're completely comfortable with your own gender, so that's also absolutely fine. What you have to realize is gender, like sexuality, is extremely fluid. All of us go through different identities, different gender expressions at all points of time. Like for example, even me, though I'm very very comfortable with me being a guy, there are times when I wake up and I go like, no, I think I'm actually a woman because there's something really uh you know we, we have the ability to feel these things to actually feel feminine at time at points of time to feel masculine at point of time to feel a combination of both and there are times when you feel neither so it's absolutely fine god of your your identity should not be a problem that you should be too worried about unless it's making a huge a uh, problem in the way you live and if that's the case um, then you should tell me about what kind of problems you have because of these these confusions because if it's not affecting your daily life and your daily routine 
if it's just something that you're thinking about, then it's absolutely fine because there are a lot of people like you across the world who do have um, disparaging gender identities from time to time. There are, like, for example, I'm telling you very frankly, there are times that I have literally woken up and gone like, maybe I am a woman. And then within four hours from then, I go like, no, well, I'm a man. And I'm really comfortable <laughs> being a man. But it, it's there. You know, the very fact that we, we our gender expression is often defined by society. And that's the whole problem. Society does this. If you're a guy, then you have to always think like a guy. If you're a girl, then you have to always have to think like a stereotypical girl. And often more than not, our mind is such a wonderful, you know, we have such a wonderful brain that it gives us this, this, this huge expansionary spectrum where we can uh, think however we want to think so it's absolutely fine unless of course it affects your daily life so tell me does it affect your daily life no it's not affecting but but sometimes uh, it, it becomes a problem to me what kind I'm, of I'm, I'm still attracted to girls only I'm attracted to girls only but why, why this thing becomes <coughs> but, I, but there is a problem no Okay, if you're attracted to girls and you're saying that you feel like a woman but you're, you're saying you don't feel like a woman all the time yeah is that what you're saying yeah yeah Okay, and when do you generally feel like a woman? Is that a particular situation or does it just randomly happen? It randomly happens. There's no particular And when you say you feel like a woman, what do you really mean? Does that mean you want to be a woman or do you feel feminine? What, does, what are you saying when you say you, you feel like a woman? I just want to be that at that time. You want to be a woman, yeah? Yeah. Okay, that, and why, is, why do you want to be a woman? There must be a reason behind it. I don't know. It's a feeling that comes to me. I don't know why. No, I, I get the feeling. But there's often always a reason why you say, I want to be a woman. Because if you already assume you are a woman, then you wouldn't say, I, I want to be a woman. It's obvious that you assume you're a man, right? Which is why you're saying, I want to be a woman. So why is that want happening? I just don't know why I want to. But, but there's feeling, there's a constant feeling. Okay, let me ask you, what is your idea of a woman? What is it about women that that ma- that makes you want to be like them what is it that you like about women uh, their emotional expression okay the way they express their emotion mm-hmm. their sensitivity okay yeah see now that's exactly yeah that's exactly you've already answered my question that's exactly why you want to be like a woman at times because you feel that only if you are a woman then you can have these emotional expressions that you can be sensitive and all those things and technically that's not really the case you can also be a man and have those very very same emotions you can also be a man who has effeminate feelings within yourself and be absolutely fine with it uh, yeah, I can express my emotion as a man. But yeah. why this feeling continue that I should have been born that? That is okay. It's okay to have that feeling. Your question about why it comes to you, I don't know. That that nobody can ever answer because those are the mysteries of the mind that we have no clue about. My question to you is, if it is not affecting you in any way, then why are you worried? Unless, of course, you're saying, okay, when I feel like being it a woman... Does affect, it does affect sometimes. Tell me how it affects a, you. When, when there is a mismatch... When my, my mind do not match with my body, then then there is then there is a problem. Okay, so you're saying when you when you want to feel like a woman, you're saying that you look at yourself and you say, "Who oh, I'm a man, and I really should be a woman right now." Is that the problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, you're saying this goes on and off, right? Yeah. When you're when you don't feel like a woman, are you comfortable with your body? No. So then, see, then the whole point is that technically you really want to be a woman, right? Because even when you don't feel feminine, when you don't feel effeminate, you're saying you're not comfortable with your body, right? No, 
but that's not uh, that's the big problem okay i feel comfortable in my body i okay. feel i feel who uh, i'm comfortable with what i am mm-hmm. but there is feeling that i should have been that that that's why i'm asking that so see the, the problem is i'm not getting your question got why you asking me why you have those feelings i just huh I'm just, I'm just a little bit confused. Huh, I know you're confused, which is why I'm trying to help you out here. But your question to me is, why do I have those feelings? I can never answer that question for you. I can never, Baba. I can never say, why do you have those feelings? Do you want to talk? <laughs> yeah, see, because at the end of the day, I don't know why, uh, why someone would have those feelings. And it's what I'm trying to tell you is that it's absolutely fine for you to have those feelings. If you feel you are a woman at the end of the day, if you feel that you you're not comfortable with being a man, if there are times when you feel like okay, I, I have this feminine expression within myself and I want to show it out to the world, go ahead and do it. It's absolutely fine. Go, come in. Hi, uh, Gaurav. This is Ryan here. Hello. Hi, Gorav. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me, Gorav? Yeah, yeah, I can hear. Okay, Gorav. What we've got to what we've got to tell you is yes, there are a lot of people like you who have these kind of feelings. Okay. <coughs> Hello. You you watch me up here. There are a lot of people like you who have these kind of feelings. Okay. And uh, if you want to explore, it's 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 not going to happen overnight. You you cannot solve your problem overnight. But if you want to explore. and no yes, more madam your voice is not clear i'm not able to hear you clearly if you want to explore and no more and if you want to solve the problem it's going to take a lot of time are you willing to give that kind of time to yourself Sorry, I am not able to hear. Okay, Gaurav, let me just repeat what Ryan is trying to say. So Ryan basically says, if you want to explore this side of you, if you are yeah. keen on figuring out whether you actually are a woman deep down, or or if you are actually a man deep down, or if you are a combination of both, if you want to explore this side of you, you can always yeah. do that. But it's going to take time. Do you have the time and energy to give yourself? Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear. Okay, so basically, we're telling you that if if you really want to figure this out, if you really want to figure out why you feel like a woman, or if you want to figure out whether you actually feel like a woman all the time, or whether you're deep down you're a woman or a man or whatever, whatever your gender expression might be, you will require yeah. a lot of time. You will require a lot of time to deal with these these gender issues. <laughs> We seem to have lost. Okay, we've lost Gaurav. If Gaurav can call back, that will be amazing. We'd love to talk about this even more. I'm going to go back to where I dropped off, Ryan. So I wanted to know what would you like changed in the community? Change is the only constant that there is. Yeah. So, so um, what changes would you like? I would personally like? not like to change anything, mm-hmm. but I would like to change things for people who want change. People have <laughs> have to need change to be changed. Okay, that just sounds really diplomatic. Can you be like more specific, please? <laughs> Well, I would just like to um change the fact that I would like to make people more um nicer. Okay. I would like people to be more nicer. <coughs> I guess we're getting caught. Hi, welcome to the show. Who am I speaking to? Um uh, this is Jal. Hi Jal, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Mumbai. Hi Jal, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome Jal. So, you want to talk to me? Do you want to talk to my guest Ryan? Go ahead. You're on air. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Joel. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Joel. Yeah, uh, uh, just want to know, like, um, mm-hmm. um, 
or i would rather say four key points about being fit is the first thing is get enough rest and sleep the second is keep yourself hydrated have a lot of water number 3 watch out watch out for what you eat what you are what you eat and number 5 get enough exercise those are the four key points to being fit oh okay and uh, the first key point is uh, get enough sleep that's the main thing that most people don't get no that's that's not that's right nice. nice. and i just want to know that and um, and um, i saw your blog blog was pretty nice and uh, i wish you all the success and uh, best of luck in this new year and a very happy and prosperous new year to you and your loved ones Thank you so 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 much Charles and and uh, I must say it was a pleasure speaking with you it was quite a surprise that you called thank you so much for calling in Charles and do stay thank tuned you. because we'll be talking more to Ryan about his uh, you know his opinions on health his opinions on mental health his opinions on confidence and a lot of other things as a life coach so we'll be talking more in detail towards the end of the show we're just 49 minutes into the show so stick around and we'll get to that and yeah. I would also like to say Jal has all uh, Jal is also in love, deeply in love with a very nice, sweet guy called Mel. Wow, Jal and Mel, kya yes. Jal Mel? <laughs> okay, okay, I'm so happy you're in love, Jal. And um, if you're ever in Bangalore, please do come on the show. Yeah. Okay, so that was Jal calling in from Mumbai. Let me quickly read these messages that have come in from Ashish Arora in connection with the call we just had with Gautam. So, well, he went. Um. I feel he's trying to say he is sensitive. Uh, well, he wants to be a free spirit. Some guys are just very sensitive and are straight. I have a friend who is like this, and he underwent counselling for some time, and now he's leading a happy life with a girl, and they are planning to get married. So it is normal. Sometimes uh, he has urges, but then those have been suppressed by counselling. Okay, I think he is hiding certain hiding certain things, which will come out with discussing this with a counsellor. Perhaps he will be more open to sharing his feelings with a counsellor than on air. Absolutely, I agree with you, Ashish, and that's what we were trying to get to. We were trying to get Gaurav to get to the point where we, you know, we could tell him to actually seek professional help. But at the same point of time, it's really important for us to tell people that gender identity issues are not really that much of a deal. You know, people shouldn't be so freaked out by them because at the end of the day, all men, all women, all all base, all human beings basically have always had gender uh, identity fluctuations at some point of time in their life. Every single guy. irrespective of their sexuality every single girl irrespective of her sexuality has felt like a guy at some point of time and every single guy has felt like a girl at some point of time because gender is not that concrete it's society that makes uh, gender that gender that concrete so that's right that's okay. the reason we that's the reason we here to help people with who have issues with themselves who has who have relationship problems mm-hmm. we here to help them out that's the reason we here absolutely okay we're quickly going into a song but on the other side i'm still in conversation with ryan and we're going to find out lots more about this awesome person so stick around for that like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store
Hi and welcome back to Queerlicious with me, Roma. And I am in conversation with Ryan. Now let's get to the important part. So, Ryan, you are known as a life coach, and I've been dying for you to explain what does a life coach do. Well, that is one very difficult question that you ask. And asked you me. have the whole show to explain it. Oh my god! Thank you so much. <laughs> go ahead. Really, what a life coach does mm-hmm. is when you have a problem. I'm so sorry, but we have a please, caller. Please go ahead. Hi, welcome to the show. Who am I speaking to? Uh, hi, it's me, Abhishek. Hi, Abhishek. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm from Mumbai. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to talk to me? Do you want to talk to Ryan? Um, I want to talk to Ryan. He's on air, so go ahead. Talk hi, to him. Hi, Abhishek. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Hi, Ryan. Wish you a very happy new year. Thank you so much, and wish you too a very happy new year. Question to you was: What's your take on open relationships? Mm well I have an experience to an open relationship no would I want to and I don't have an opinion on open relationships now I would leave that to a person's personal preference rather than commenting on something that I that I don't know much about But as you earlier said you prefer fidelity so I'm, I'm assuming you are not into an open relationship what's No I'm not Yeah so uh, does that answer your question Abhishek Yeah that was my answer to my question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But then um you you every person every individual is free to choose what he wants Absolutely. whether he wants uh, fidelity or whether he wants to uh, you know have an open relationship or whether he wants to be single every person has the freedom to choose what he wants in life. Yeah. And I believe he, a person should pursue his beliefs and his True. choices because what works for one person need not always work for Absolutely. the other so yeah one man's food is definitely another man's poison very true any other I questions try. abhishek uh, that's it no no that's it okay happy new year to you and thank you so much okay, for coming thank you same to you bye bye bye, bye abhishek pleasure speaking bye. with you Okay that was Abhishek calling in from Mumbai a lot of fans calling in to ask you questions we have another question coming in so before you get back to your description uh-huh. of what a life coach does i think people have kind of figured out what a life coach does but i'll let you do that in detail but we've got a question coming in uh from Ashish Arora which says um uh he was listening to you and he feels that uh, the way you the way you talk you were talking about relationships gives him hope um in a way and maybe he should also be hopeful too but he would like to ask you this question as a life coach uh-huh. what does he think people should what do you think people should do when they have come out of a bad relationship and are losing on hope um he says he knows it is difficult and time is the only healer but what is something that someone can do at that point of moment you know because irrespective of whether time is a healer Mm-hmm. for even during that time you are going to keep hurting so mm-hmm. what do you think someone should do who's just got out of a really really bad relationship and is extremely bitter about it well uh, the first thing that a person should do whether it's a relationship whether it's business whether it's life mm-hmm. even the worst parts of life have some good mm-hmm. so walk forward with good memories of the past mm-hmm. keep the good memories and leave off leave all the negatives behind okay. you wouldn't want to walk around town with uh, a bag of potatoes would you <laughs> okay so that's the first thing that a person should do and then uh, yes of course time is the biggest healer i would uh-huh. probably give them i would tell them to stop thinking uh-huh. stop worrying what has to come to you will come to you true and uh, if you don't understand something right now give it some time and you will mhm okay that's it That's it. That's it. Okay, let's quickly go back to your definition of what you do. So, you are a life coach. Mm-hmm. And what does a life coach do? 
Well, I'm thinking it's even to... more than talking to people and making them feel better about themselves, giving mm-hmm. them good advice. Mm-hmm. But you generally don't give people an opinion, which is what you were trying to tell me. You, That's you, right. You, you don't d- give people an opinion. You direct people into what you think is best for them. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let me tell you what a life coach would do for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to take me a minute or two. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, a life coach will help you overcome problems, navigate through the problems. Now, let's say your problem is a big, huge mountain in front of you. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to tell you how to climb the mountain and come from the other side. Mm-hmm. We show you the path. We show you multiple paths. Mm-hmm. And you choose which path you want to climb to. Mm-hmm. Go around the mountain. Okay. So that's one thing that we do. Of course, we don't tell you where exactly is the path. We we basically make a person look within himself to find the answers okay. to his questions or to his problems. <clears throat> thing about life coaching is we believe in excellence okay okay we believe that a person has all the resources within himself he's just got to look in and mm. figure out now most people are not able to look in mm. they're not able to ask themselves the questions to get the answers so if i'm getting this right uh-huh. the only the biggest difference between say religion religious discourse and what life coach uh, coaches do is that it, it's it's at the very basic so religion comes with the ideology that everyone's flawed and hence needs god to make them mm-hmm. all right well as you say that you're already immaculate and perfect so all the resources are within you all the resources are within you that's okay. right mm-hmm. you have everything within you you mm-hmm. have past references mm-hmm. and past references have been created from the time you were born Okay. So we just help you to tap into those resources mm-hmm. to come to conclusions to your problems. You have the solutions. The solution lies within you. Awesome. The solution lies somewhere around the problem. Okay. So that's how we 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 basically I don't have an opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't give advice. I do would probably be listen to you, listen mm-hmm. to your problem and ask you questions that would lead to the solution. Super. Okay, uh, uh obviously Ashish is listening to us because he goes on to ask you a question about something that you had said earlier saying that mm-hmm. you do not uh, really think people should expect anything in a relationship. So he says how do you become less expecting firstly because uh, he just went through a really bad breakup and every time that happens uh, you end up becoming even more expecting. because once you go out of breakup i think you build up defenses and walls and so you kind of become a little bit more expecting so how does one uh, deal with that and how do you protect yourself from becoming that person well uh, you've got to, there's something called there two two things you know something called pleasure and something called pain now once you start attaching more pain to mm-hmm. expectations you'll probably stop expecting okay right and this transition doesn't happen overnight. Okay. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of effort. You have to do some reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, on air I would not be able to help you. Mm-hmm. But it you you need to look within yourself mm-hmm. and find out, figure out what do you expect? What do you want? Okay, to completely just switch that coin right over. Mm-hmm. A lot of people also say that they like to have partners and to like they like to have people who are in love with them who expect certain things of them because it kind of makes their uh, makes them uh, be a little bit more careful about the choices they make. Like for example, personally, I I really would like having a partner who expects me to behave in a certain way because I know I would do it anyway, mm-hmm. but the fact that he expects that of me makes me even more uh, conscious about what I'm doing and makes me, uh, you know, 
it, it makes me be a better person. So is that kind of expectation also bad or is that good? How, how do you look at it? Well, there are certain rules. I would say there are two things in a relationship. One is the rules of a relationship mm-hmm. and expectations of a relationship. But aren't rules also expectations at the end of the day? When you rules are rules and expectations are expectations. <laughs> Okay, I like to give a very clear definition. Clear but definition. Each one has mm-hmm. a clear definition. Now, if you're if you're correct with your rules, and if your rules, and if your partner knows what your rules are, and mm-hmm. if you know what your partner's rules are, mm-hmm. right? There can be no chances for a conflict. Okay. And even if there is a conflict, it's good sometimes. Let me share with you a small little thing that Go happens ahead. in my life. Go ahead. Right? Go ahead. My boyfriend and I, mm-hmm. we argue about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right, those small little arguments, those small little fights that we have, mm. those make us stronger. Obviously, those yeah. are small little uh, pebbles mm-hmm. that actually trip people and make them fall. Mm-hmm. So, by by doing this on a regular basis, you know, we have these regular arguments. Even though the argument may not be pertaining to us, it mm-hmm. may be pertaining to something else. Mm-hmm. For example, the luckiest guy in our relationship, whether it's he or me. Okay, extremely lame, but yeah, <laughs> lame, okay. But good <laughs> yeah. So how does the, okay? Let me tell you how this relates to expectations, right? Mm-hmm. You expect okay that your boyfriend's gonna wake up at this time and make coffee for you, mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. gonna give you coffee and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if that doesn't happen, it's gonna hurt you. Maybe you won't realize that he may not be able to wake up at that particular time, get you the particular coffee, mm-hmm. at and do a particular thing. Mm-hmm. So if you don't expect it, and if it's done without any expectations, you're gonna be you're gonna bask in the glory. Absolutely. My boyfriend got me tea in the morning. Not just because I wanted Not it. Not because I wanted it, but because he wanted to give it to me. I know. I, I completely so get where you're coming from. Once yeah. you start taking pleasure to hmm. things that come unexpectedly, you will stop expecting. Actually. That makes perfect sense. Um, Ashish writes in to say, perhaps I should sit down one day with you to discuss uh, this. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It has to all come from within. That I realize. But some professional help may help me fix what is wrong because this is definitely something. You are absolutely welcome to speak with me anytime, Ashish. And towards the end of the show, Romal will give you my number. Yes. And you could fix an you appointment. You give your own number yourself. <laughs> Yeah, we both will give you each of our numbers. Yeah. Ashish, I know you already have mine, but we'll definitely give you Ryan's number. So definitely. And thank you for answering that, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome, Ashish. Okay, so I'm still in conversation with Ryan and we're talking about a lot of things. But I'm going into a song right now, but we'll be back in no time. So don't go anywhere. If you'd like to send in a question, if you'd like to talk to me, if you'd like to chat about anything, pick up that phone and we've got a call out. Hi, welcome to the show. Who am I speaking to? I am Mirya. Hi, Mir. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Mumbai. Superb. Okay. Would you like to talk to Ryan or to me? Uh, Ryan. <laughs> Go ahead. Hi, hi, Mir. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, dear. Happy New Year, first of all. Thank you so to much, and wish you to a very, very happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed last night's party. Very much, very much. Great. That's fabulous. Tell me, Mir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just called you to say hi. To uh-huh. everyone and the uh, queer community is very strong. 377 is Absolutely. not gonna uh, uh, bring down us. We region. are going to kick 377 out. Yes, together. We are going to kick <laughs> of 377 and all the people who are against uh, us. I think so. Together we all can make a difference. So my Absolutely. advice will be to all the youngsters come out uh, with pride and fight for your rights. Thank That's you so much for calling me here. It was so yeah, much, such a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, I wish you Happy New Year to you as well as to all your listeners. Bye. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you for calling in, Mihir. Bye. Okay, that was Mihir calling in from Mumbai. A lot of calls from Mumbai today, which is very nice. <laughs> okay, we're good now, but we'll be back in just a bit. If you'd like, like this Sochcast, tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hi and welcome back to Querylicious. I am in conversation with Ryan. Uh, I just got a question coming in from Vijay Kumar, who I think writes in from Andhra Pradesh. I'm not too sure, but he goes, Ryan, you have a beautiful voice. What is your opinion on being gay and aging? <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much to uh, Mr. Vijay Kumar. Right? Yes, Vijay, Vijay Kumar. Kumar. Aging. Well, um, to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is old. Very true. Nobody ever. You so are as young as you believe you are. If you believe you're twenty, you're twenty. True. So your beliefs drive you. If you mm-hmm. have powerful beliefs, they are going to drive you. And if you believe you're much younger than you are, mm-hmm. you're going to act, feel, and be as young as as you want. Very well put. <laughs> Thank you, Roman. Okay, so now we're we're going back to your whole ideology of uh, life coaching and stuff like that. Now, could I could I interrupt you and just finish? Uh, go ahead. With, uh, I thought you did. One piece of okay. advice for people who are growing old. Go ahead. Go I ahead. I believe they're growing old. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are lucky you're growing old, actually. And now I think it's the right time for them to be with more with the community, mm-hmm. support the. The young people in the community, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to give them immense pleasure doing that. Because Absolutely. the more they give to the community, the more they're going to get from the community. Very the true. more respect they're going to get from the community, and I think all the people who who are, you know, should I say old? <laughs> <laughs> who are aging? Aging. Okay. Who are aging and believe that you're aging? Mm-hmm. Stop believing that you're aging and start supporting the community. Start being there for the community. Mm-hmm. And make your voice heard. Very nicely put. Nice. Okay, quickly going back to life coaching. So now, um, I hate saying life coaching, my God. Being a life coach. Right. Yes, that sounds better. And we've got Go a caller. Right. Hi, welcome to the show. Who am I Hello? speaking to? Hi. Hi. Who is this? Uh, this is Deepam. Hi, Deepam. Hi. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. Where are you calling from, Deepam? Mumbai. Mumbai. One more Mumbai call. Oh my God! What is it, Mumbai today? Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Deepam. Both of us are on air. Talk, talk to Ryan. Talk to me. Whatever. Go ahead. Okay. Since I'm outside, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm not able to get you properly. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Tell Hello? me, Deepam. How can we help you today? You're on air, so just go ahead and talk to us. Anything you want to talk about? All right. Well. Uh, I would like to speak about the resolutions that people make for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, are there really like convictions that people have been wondering and mm-hmm. you know trying to lay it down to a form that fine, I'll go ahead and I'll do this. Mm-hmm. And do they really follow it or is just like rules are meant to be broken kind? <laughs> what do you think about like on this? Is this question to me or to Ryan? <laughs> this question is to Ryan. Okay. Well, the first thing that a person should do is uh, most people talk about resolutions. They make a, a million resolutions and nothing happens. The first thing a person should do is write them down. Write them down and put them in a place where you can see them. Day in, day out. And then you start believing in your resolutions and believing in what you want to do. And you've got to have a lot of positive affirmations every day. So when you start doing these things, I'm sure the resolutions will materialize. But just talking about it and having them in your head is not going to work. 
And of course, if you want to do this, one more thing you can do is uh, tell a lot of people about it. So when you a lot of people are expecting it to happen, and when people are expecting it to happen, I'm sure you're going to be working to fulfill people's expectations. All right. Well, so I believe I'll have to just start exercising the affirmations that we all have. Even Absolutely. Positive self-talk, positive self-talk does help, and you have to give yourself time every evening, at least five minutes to look within yourself. All right. Well, that pretty much helps. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling in, Deepa. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank yep. you for calling, Deepa. Bye. Bye. Have a nice year. <laughs> okay. Quickly back to the question I was asking you. Yeah. So, um, my God, I've completely lost. Yeah. So before you life? decided to be a life coach, uh-huh. what were you doing in life? So when did this shift happen, or have you always been in this field? Well, I, I would, pro- uh, I would have to warn you. Don't laugh. Okay. Mm, okay. <laughs> when you warn me like that, then I'm gonna laugh. But okay, okay go ahead. That's good. It's, this is to prove a point. You know, when you s- tell somebody, "Don't bang that door," they're gonna bang the door. Yeah. So stop so saying that's why I said, don't. don't laugh. <laughs> and you're gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. Okay. The thing is, um, I started my career as in the hotel and restaurant industry. That's okay. How's that and, funny? And um, I started when I was ten years old. Wow. Okay. My first job was in a kitchen hmm. under the cook. I was chopping vegetables. That's where I started my life, my career. Wow. In Bangalore? In Bangalore, that. Okay. And then? At a restaurant called The Only Place. I love that place. Oh, my God. On Museum Road. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was chopping vegetables there. That's where I started my career. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I worked in a couple of and restaurants and hotels. Mm-hmm. It, has been my, it has been a dream mm-hmm. for me, a mm-hmm. lifelong dream. To make a difference mm-hmm. and to help people and of course my speaking skills I've been fine-tuning my speaking skills from my childhood mm-hmm. so um, here I am a life <laughs> coach a speaker a motivational speaker a life coach and a trainer okay so now how do you make money as a life coach we charge people okay to solve their problems okay and like what what kind of money are we talking about do you charge a lot of money because I know a lot of people would want to approach you by the end of the show well for the for our for my community mm-hmm. I have uh, I'm trying to figure out uh, a smaller smaller little sum that I could charge them mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. hurting their pockets good okay provided they generally genuinely want solutions okay I have one session a week so in a month you're gonna get about four to five sessions at the max okay interesting like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hi and welcome back to Queerlicious with Ryan. Ryan, we've got someone waiting to talk to us online. Uh-huh. Hi, welcome to the show. Who am I speaking to? Uh, this is Poojan Salanki from Mumbai. Hi Poojan, welcome to the show. Hi Poojan. <laughs> uh, hello, actually I had to um, ask about... Mm-hmm. Uh, now as studies are out and it's all over the news mm-hmm. everybody is just you know everybody like uh, homophobic people generally they are pointing out people and they are like you know trying to wonder which one is gay and which one is not and trying jokes and you know mm-hmm. on their face mm-hmm. so I was just just wanted to um, uh, your both take on you know how to deal with it Okay, I'm going to give you now a completely <clears throat> legal perspective about the whole thing because that's what we've been talking about on Curated for a really, really long time. I didn't get your name. Your name is Poojan, right? Yes, 
Poojan. <clears throat> okay, Poojan, first things first, 377 is back definitely, but you have to realize that the judgment also said that 377 is not against your identity, it is not against your orientation, and it is definitely not against your gender. Okay, so basically, while the court has said that they are against people having unnatural sex, which basically means any sex that is not penile vaginal, the court per se does not have an opinion on any other form of sex. So it doesn't have a problem with the, it doesn't have a problem with anything other than the sexual act. Okay, so when people are trying to make fun of you, when people are trying to irritate you just because you're a homosexual person, you can tell them to just shut up because they absolutely have no right within this country to do so. And also, nothing has really changed. Only if you are caught in the act, and if only someone wants to put you in trouble, only then will 377 then come into force. So technically, while it does criminalize the sexual act, 377 does not criminalize you being gay. Okay? Yeah. That, so that's my opinion. What do you have to say, Ryan? Well, uh, what I would what I would like to say is the most people end up thinking that we're criminals. Absolutely, right? and that's so something you we are, need to change. You yeah. are not criminal. <clears throat> you are not criminal until you're caught having sex. True. Which, of course, you know, I think there are hardly a few cases. And also, you have to realize that even if they do catch you having sex, the most that they could do is arrest you on the spot with an FIR. But conviction is almost impossible. But yeah, a lot of people will say, you know, being arrested is bad enough. So why do we need to be uh, convicted? Like yeah. the shame is already faced. Which is why what you need to do now <clears throat> is reach out to your community and find out lawyers who will represent you as a gay person. And there are a lot of lawyers available in Hamsafar in Mumbai. Since you're in Mumbai so yeah. I'm telling you Hamsafar there's a whole bunch of lawyers whose numbers you can keep on your phone on speed dial call them the moment someone puts any such allegations on you because you can all you know you can get a lawyer to come and intervene before you even end up in police station okay so it's not yeah. something that is really really too much to be worried about so much so this is a good thing because it actually tells us it gives us a realization of the kind of rights we have in this country even as normal human Indian you know normal Indian citizens it gives us the, the idea of the kind of rights we have because before 377 came in a lot of us didn't know for example that there would be situations where we can just call up a lawyer and the lawyer will tell the police people to keep their hands off you you know stuff like that also since we're talking about the whole thing I must tell you that for conviction for an actual conviction there is yes. it's almost it's almost impossible for them to con you know to do conviction unless of course they can prove that both of you who are having sex anal sex or whatever kind of sex you were having there yeah. was actually ejaculation involved and they have to have proof of that ejaculation which means they have to have a semen swab from that particular act which is far too much details which <laughs> no police officer has the kind of time to do okay so they might use it to threaten you they might use it to blackmail you which is why all you need to do is have a lawyer handy call up the lawyer and say I'm not going to talk anymore talk to my lawyer that's it it's that simple okay yeah thank you so much it was really knowledgeable and uh, coming back to the point where you know people are facing a lot of bully and are getting targeted true yes of course it is very easy to target somebody who's very soft who's very soft spoken mm -hmm. and it's very easy to target people who don't stand for themselves so don't be scared of these kind of bullies. The more attention that you pay to them, the more they're going to do it. So what we would like you to do is, if somebody is passing you with comments or is trying to bully you, look at the person straight in his eye and he will stop immediately. Give him a look of disgust and he's not going to continue. If you come out to be fearful, then he is going to play on your fear. But 
till you don't come out to be fearful he cannot do anything you know simply put i must tell you um i've again forgotten your name <laughs> Pujan Pujan I'm so sorry so Pujan to put it really simply if you look back also into time when 377 has been used it's been used like far too few times like I don't I can't even remember like 15 times in the last 12 years or so even lesser than that actually and whenever it has been used when 377 has actually been used it's often been used against people who are fearful about people finding out about their sexuality so if you're really proud about who you are the police are going to think twice before they actually slap 377 on you because yeah. you know it's more about playing on the fear it's about your you know people who are against you using 377 against you so those are the kind of fears you need to be worried about not actual proper fears of being caught doing something illegal because this is you know this is as bad as our our uh, anti terrorist law where if someone just assumes someone from the other community is a terrorist they go ahead and tell the police that that's a terrorist and there's no p- proof required they just go and pick up that person and exactly how a lot of people have been picked up as terrorists and have fought the government and the police saying give us proof and then only you can convict us exactly the same thing you need to do and there's a difference you know the terrorists are not backed by the government exactly but then the uh, the queer community has He's government back backing government. so you don't have to fear yeah. anything and there's one message that i would like to give the whole community do not fear absolutely do not think about it and do not worry about it this is the time for you to stop fearing this is the time for you to stand up for who you are this exactly. is the time for you to realize that you're equal indian citizens actually sometimes even more than equal indian <laughs> citizens because <laughs> i i've been saying that 377 has made every single gay lesbian bisexual transgender person in this india an expert with the law which a lot of other people aren't okay like we know a lot more about the law right now than a lot of other people in this country and believe me in the long run us being so educated about the laws being so educated about the rights we have is going to make a huge difference in this country so look at it yeah. as a positive thing like consider the fact that we all know about 377 now <laughs> we've lost him awesome okay that was that was lots of fun talking to you and if any of you all have any opinions about 377 we've been doing this for the last 3 weeks we can continue doing it because i really want people to stop being worried about it nothing has changed we were like this before 2009 we're going to be like this after 2013 if something changes in the court tomorrow and they make us legal again or if nothing happens the the movement is still going to go on nothing really has absolutely, changed absolutely yeah, absolutely just be just be careful that's about it what are your opinions on th- 377 and has it really affected you personally in any way well i was very disappointed when with the um, with the law being mm-hmm. uh, brought back brought back nothing's changed actually mm-hmm. in fact i've become bolder which is awesome which is what i've i think everyone bolder. should be i've become bolder i have in fact uh, told quite a few people about me being gay a few friends mm-hmm. about me being gay and trust me a lot of straight people mm-hmm. admire the queer community absolutely they don't hate you Mm. they admire you true they admire you for who you are and they admire you because you're strong enough bold enough to tell them and they admire you because you are just being you absolutely in fact um, when i came out to a few friends of mine i was very scared mm-hmm. but then they're proud of me they're proud of who i am mm-hmm. and they're very close to me now closer than they were when I, when they didn't know i was gay mm-hmm Nice. Okay, let's get to another topic that we all talk about. So, how important do you think is coming out? 
when i mean coming out i'm not talking about coming out to your family or anything like that but coming out to yourself which i think is something that a lot of people need to do especially within the queer community right now how important do you think it is do you think it changes life do you think since you are a life coach do you think people who are who have come out to themselves not generally to the whole society but who have come out to themselves and are comfortable with who they are do you think they have lesser problems in life the first question i would like to ask people who um are queer and mm-hmm. who are first thing is are you comfortable being who you are mm-hmm. if you're not then you got to explore other um, other sexualities or probably turn towards something else but if you are comfortable with yourself you've mm-hmm. got to have positive affirmations again i would stress on the word positive affirmations that's mm-hmm. when you're going to come out to yourself Absolutely. you've got to accept yourself before anybody else can accept you Brilliant. you've got to be proud of yourself before anybody else can be proud of you hey true and don't uh, this is one thing that i learned in my mm-hmm. line of work is um i don't give discounts <laughs> personally speaking to my clients people who i don't know i don't give any mm-hmm. discounts because i feel i'm not i'm not i'm not any less in value mm-hmm. i'm not giving them something less so i don't need to give them a discount so when you, you start believing in yourself discounts to yourself brilliant very well put on that wonderful positive note we're going into Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hi and welcome back to Queerlicious. I'm in conversation with Ryan and we've been talking about a lot of things, but now it's time for me to let Ryan sell himself. <laughs> okay, so Ryan, tell me, what do you do? How do people get in touch with you? What is the kind of uh, hope that you can give them? What is the kind of um So basically, you said you're a life coach. What That's is the right. kind of uh, areas that you can help people in? Because I know a lot of people who are listening in right now would like to get in touch with you. Uh-huh, okay. So tell them how you can help them, tell them how they can get in touch with you. Mhm. Mike Solios. <laughs> well, uh personally I'm not here to sell myself, but I want services. you to. <laughs> <laughs> well, um what we what as a life coach what we do is yeah. um we help people with with you know overcoming challenges and problems okay. and we support personal growth and development. We help people understand what their goals in life are. Okay. and we help boost their self-confidence, which is amazing. Them, yeah. Make them very strong, bold people. and we also in some cases mm-hmm. in case of businessmen we we give them that extra edge okay. that business mm-hmm. we the people whose uh, values and values don't match mm-hmm. you know they have two different values very contradicting values within mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. that don't match which leads to a lot of unhappiness mm-hmm. so we figure out we try to figure out what those values are okay and uh, we make them discover a sense of purpose okay everything <laughs> yes, I have two pages on Facebook. Uh one is if you want to if you want health tips, mm-hmm. you follow my page on health h e a l t h health mm-hmm. space n o w. You mm-hmm. type health now and you would find my page. Okay. You can click the like button and you get a lot of uh, You just updates. have to type health and you'll get your page, right? <laughs> You're <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> no, health now. Health now. Okay, right. so I'm going to do that and see. <laughs> right, do that. Let's see if Ryan is saying the now. truth. Health No. Oh yes. You get it. So you just you have to type it, yeah. health that's now right. and you will get his page. So that's one page. What is the other? And the p- other page where people who want help, mm-hmm. people who want solutions and people who want to connect with a life coach can type raise r a y z of light l i t e. Searching for that too. Raise. What? What? <laughs> okay, raise. 
R E Y Z. Yes, of light. Of L I T E. Luxury training. Tanning. <laughs> There's rays of light. Luxury L-I-T-E. tanning. L I T E. Yeah. <laughs> Luxury. Okay, there's, a, there's another page with the same name. No, is it no space? No or? space. No space. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Raise R A Y Z O F L I T E. So you need to tell people things like this. Yes. So you have to search for R A Y Z O F L I T E, and you will get rays of light, which is uh yeah a page which says coat. So I'm assuming that's, that's right. your page. That's right. So there are two pages where you can reach out to Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's You're been welcome. A- it was pleasure <laughs> being here. It's so much yes. fun to talk to someone who has so much to talk about. And from your relationship to how you chose to make this career has all been extremely inspiring. Thank you again for coming on my show on such a short, no- short notice. Thank you for having me here. I, I actually thought we were meeting for coffee. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we will meet for coffee. And I realized he's got me on the show. <laughs> I'm terrible that way. I so love yeah. you all. Love you all, guys. And of course, I, I, I love you too, Zishan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're quickly going to the end of our show, guys.